We're 60 seconds from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And there's a debate going on the internet like wildfire right now. Wildfire? Wildfire. There's flies everywhere. Wild. I'm tired, okay? But it's wildfire on the internet. Wildfire. And I think we need to weigh in on this. A hypothetical question has been raised. It started on Reddit and it's gone many different places since then with thousands of people commenting. But the question is this. If you could get $1 million, but in exchange, every traffic light you hit for the rest of your life would be red, uh-huh. oh. would you take it? <laughs> Dude, I already feel like I'm living that life right now. <laughs> so think the about it. Part? Okay, no, Richie. the red <laughs> traffic light yeah, part. I sure. could never get those things at the right time. Yeah, I would totally do I, that. Yeah, hands down. Because I'd be rich. I'd be in an Uber regardless. Or someone would be driving or a private car jet for me. There you above go. Above the lights. Yeah. <laughs> A private jet definitely costs more than a million dollars. I mean, I feel like the both of you need to reevaluate what yeah. you're doing yeah. with a million dollars. These days, you can get maybe a house. Right. You one trip to Bali and be like, okay, we're bro. Yeah. <laughs> and now the rest of my life, I have red lights. That was not <laughs> worth it. it. Yeah. On the one hand, it's hard to fathom anybody turning down a million bucks for a minor annoyance. But on the other hand, it would take you way, way longer to drive everywhere forever. What are the kind of rules in this question that you can just run up? Oh, well, you're well, rich. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying we I'm, could budget it into our million dollars. Yeah, paying off all the tickets. Yeah. You might hurt somebody if you run around yeah. like I know, but you treat it like a four-way stop. You look. You know? Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay. One person said, quote, I have terrible luck with red lights anyway, so might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Hey. Well, you can all move to my hometown. There is literally not one stoplight. <laughs> so... All right, we're all going to Idaho. Yeah. But it is 70-30 on the internet with 70% saying they would take the cash. Yeah, I'd take yeah. it. That'd be dumb. But text to. into 78592, would you take that deal if you had to stop at a red light every single time for the rest of Dude, your there'd life? There'd be so much more road rage from rich people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for your shot caller question of the day. We've got a bucket full of names. We're going to draw one out to figure out who gets asked the trivia question. If you get the question wrong, you get punished by being shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592 and tell us what song you want to hear. I'm drawing a name out because I had the shot caller last. Oh, and I got Jeff, call me Daddy DeBoe. <laughs> All right. Daddy's putting on the shot caller. And while we do that, Digital Jake, please read us the shot caller question of the day. Remember neighbors? Those people who live next door that you would steal Wi-Fi from? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're still there. According to a new survey, 60% of people say they don't get along with at least one next door family. Odds are good if you don't like your bordering buddy, they probably don't like you either. Huh. That's why I need you to name the top four reasons people don't get along with their neighbors oh, yeah. in no particular order. Oh. First one's easy. Yeah. Noise complaints. Absolutely. Too loud. Mm-hmm. Too loud. That's an easy one. What about, like, ugly front lawn that's, like, an eyesore? I thought you were saying, yeah. like, kids. I was like, oh. where's this going? <laughs> no, yeah. Me too. <laughs> you, th- you really um, thought I was going to say, yes. like, you ugly sub- people? You sometimes get a little shallow. That is. So that felt, that felt like, on brand for I mean, you. Rick, your kids are yeah. ugly. Put them in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say unkempt lawn. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, there you go. I think PC. that's a great one. Do you that's think really pets, or does that go in with noise? Oh, for oh, sure. Because no. we have dogs, no. and they hop the neighbor's fence and scare those children, well, and they do not like it. Yeah. Wait, your dogs hop the fence? Well, they get excited about the neighbor. It's a loving They're going to go <laughs> attack <laughs> children <laughs> next door? They want to lick 
them, but the yeah. kids have a fear of dogs, they told us. So they oh. scream and cry, and uh-huh. we're like, just pet them. Yeah, if a huge dog is jumping <laughs> over a fence, burying its teeth at you, oh, I would also just, be scared. They need to Alexis. give her a chance. It's oh, an affectionate yeah. mauling. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's get the question one more time. Stupid. Wilson from Home Improvement. Kramer from Seinfeld. Uh, the guy who lives next to Jose that he calls Moaning Merv. <laughs> All of these people are famous examples of neighbors you might not enjoy living by. And I asked you to come up with the top four reasons that people don't get along with the folks next door. And today is the return of the golden guess. Tell me one idea you're thinking about, and I will tell you if it's on the list or not. I feel like this is like America's Gone Talent when they hit the golden Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit worried about my unkempt lawn thing. So Why do you should... keep saying it like that? Unkept. Yeah. It's, unkept. Uh, it's, it's unkempt. unkempt. It is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With an M? Unkempt. So I'm going to ask about the unkempt lawn. Is that but he on just there? sounds so Stay pretentious when he says it. it. That's, how, that's English. <laughs> Sorry. God. You, you and the ugly kids this morning? That's a lot, Jeffrey. normal English and then everybody hates you. Okay, unkept lawn. Is it the unkept lawn? I'll tell you, unkept lawn is not on there, okay. but their garden or lawn being a mess is on there. Okay. Your golden okay. guess was successful, Jeffrey. All right. That was number three on the list. Okay, okay so then third. you also have noise. You have pets on there. Mm-hmm. Um, something that drives me crazy is um, when they talk too much. Like, you know that one neighbor that just won't leave? Like, you see them coming oh. over and you're like, no. Because mm. you know that they're going to be there for a half an hour. Ask or another issue is cars, right? Like, they park your car in front of your oh. house. Their car's loud. Oh, just, they... property, just property disputes of like, hey, this lines. is my sign. There it is, lines, property lines. I, well, I like the parked car thing. Um, what about a neighbor that, like, wants to use your stuff all mm. the time and, then and, doesn't, like, and doesn't give it back? That's really good. I'm always worried that we're that neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I'm going to lock in. Neighbors are too loud or noisy. Uh Their pets are destroying things or being obnoxious. Mm -hmm. You have the unkempt lawn and then parking their cars in front of your house. Yeah. Yeah. I ask you to name the top four reasons why people don't get along with their neighbors. The answers on the list are... Number four, you can hear them swearing or fighting. I'll give you that for noisy. Oh, okay. Number three, their garden or lawn is a mess. I gave you that one in the golden guess. Number two, their dog barks all day. I'll yes. give you that for pets. Okay. And number one, they block your driveway or park in your spot. Yes! Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I am taking off this shot collar, handing right. it to Jake. I'll let you do the honors. Somebody wanted to hear the song Royals by Lord, so Digital Who Jake will be Royals. singing that. <laughs> <laughs> let me be your ruler. Ruler. <laughs> you can call me Queen Bee. <laughs> and maybe I'll rule. I'll rule. Let me live that fantasy. Oh, yep. Oh, that's your shock question that, of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You can get away with taking a lot of things from your friends. Mm. Like a French fry off their plate. Oh, for sure. That's what they're there for. An <laughs> old shirt from their closet. 
Yeah, if you're not using it. Or and a new one, right? Yeah. Like, oh, right for real. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're Brooke's friend, you can even take her credit card for a week. Oh. She won't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think Alexis afforded the fake tan she has on oh, right now? Thank you, Brooke. Wait, you guys knew it was fake? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wildly obvious. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. You're orange, honey. Oops. Yeah. But we have a guy on the phone who actually may have crossed the line and took the one thing you're never supposed to take from a good friend. Uh-oh. His claim to fame was stolen. Oh. What the in heck? maybe one of the most hilarious ways we've ever heard. Oh, yeah. You're going to oh. find out what it was when we do a brand new mass speaker coming up at 710. You don't know me. Confession I can't take back. I am the masked speaker. Got a text into 78592 that says, I went to a wedding the other day, and before the ceremony, mm-hmm. I had relations with the bride in the bathroom. Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's okay, because I'm the groom. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oof, quite the confession yeah. there. <laughs> Not a lot of people would actually admit yeah. to sleeping with their spouses, but you know what? That's what this segment is for. <laughs> Stop it. The mass speaker. You could admit to whatever you want, oh, as long as it's not a felony, yeah. and then you'll stay anonymous. <laughs> yeah. And right now, we have a listener on the phone who wants to get something off his chest. He's chosen the fake name Eli. Eli, are you bold enough to admit betting your spouse? Uh, is that illegal? No, it's not it's illegal. Just... It's just I think it's rare in Jeffrey's yes. mind that yes. it happens. I, I can't believe people would actually admit to doing oh it. Oh, but... my God. It's so dumb. <laughs> Eli, the voice changer is on. You are now the mass speaker. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and tell us your confession. Okay, because I don't know if this is legal, but... Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Hey, he said felony. If it's a misdemeanor, we're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. we're cool with that. Okay. <laughs> but the changer's on, right? The voice changer's on? Yes. yes. You you're sound... yep. you're okay. safe. So... There's like a yearly fair. There's a big yearly fair where they have this huge chili cook-off. Are you talking about like the county fair? Or like the state fair? Yeah. Right. Like a state fair, like a or county. Don't make him incriminate himself, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Stop asking too many details. Like Name the fair. Give one. the date. <laughs> okay. Every city has a fair. All right, yeah. big fair. So it's the big yearly fair with the chili cook-off where people mm. spend months and uh-huh. months agonizing over their chili. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aim to win cash. And prizes. Yeah, and I think you can win quite a bit of money winning yeah. those things. Well, I mean, the, if they're big enough. And bragging rights. Yeah, like, I for have the sure. Best chili in the city. Yeah. Like, right. So one of my buddies he won it like three years ago. Cool. So he's Ooh. always bragging about it. Always bringing up his chili. So of course I mess with him. Like you don't want me to enter because I'll beat you. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just take a jab. You're that guy. Uh huh. <laughs> and I mean, let's be honest, gang. I don't think I can cook a Hot Pocket. Oh, oh you're just all smoke. And then bode well. Oh, fire. Does okay. he know you can't cook? Yeah, when I told him that, he laughed. Okay. Okay. You're the guy uh, who brings a bag salad to the potluck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, nothing wrong with that. That's some lot. good bag yeah. salad. Not pizza rolls. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. I took it one step further. You know, first it was, I'll beat you. Then I, I entered the chili contest. Oh, my God. Wait, how did wow. you enter if you don't know how to cook? Well, do you have to know how to cook to enter? I didn't know that. <laughs> A cooking contest. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. You pay the fee, and that's it. Yeah. It's not like you have to, you so, know. I didn't do any research on this, but the night before, oh boy. he oh called God. me. I kind of forgot, to be honest with you. The night before, he <laughs> called me. 
And he's egging me on now. He's like, dude, chili better be, you know, cooking good. And I'm like, you're going to eat my chili. You're going to love it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you tell you're, him. you're looking in your fridge and you have a bottle of ketchup and an old yeah. slice of pizza. And you're like, how am I going to pull this off? Does hamburger helper count as chili? Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, exactly. I kind of was looking through the fridge while I was egging him out. But yeah. I had nothing. So oh, I God. I panic. It's the night before. So I go to Wendy's. To Wendy's? Oh, Wendy's chili's so fire. Is it? I right. love Wendy's chili. <laughs> oh, I've never had it. It's really good. It's good. Highly recommend. So I'm kind of like getting into Wendy's you know, to the drive-thru, and I'm ordering 40 servings of chili. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, this guy's so stoned. <laughs> yeah. Or they're like, he's not that stoned because we had much bigger orders before. Yeah. <laughs> I loaded it up. I brought it home. I threw it in a huge pot. No. Heated it up. But, hey, to my defense, I added some Tabasco and a little bit of salt. Ooh. Oh. oh wow. hey. Look at you, fa- fancy man. Chef Boyardee over here. <laughs> I did something. I added a little bit. It was a touch. It was my touching. Okay. <laughs> so I brought it to the chili event. <gasps> Guess who won first place? No. no. Come on. I won first no. place. No. Oh, I thought you were like, I top three and still would have been like shocked. But, you oh, cheat. No. And, you... and my bud, he got second place. He would have won. Oh. You oh. beat him. Was he, he so mad? Because he knows he you can't cook. so pissed off. But <laughs> I tried mine, and then he admitted it was good. Oh, oh my God. Hey. If he only knew, did he ever find out? Did you tell him? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually now I want to try Tabasco in it. I've never had. I want to try it. Know, His friends like actually... you got to have the right amount, gang. You yeah. got to have the right amount. Okay. We talked to you. You're the chef here. I guess yeah, so. it's a secret recipe because he actually doesn't know it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret to him too. So I won, but what I didn't understand was it propelled me into like the state cook-off. Which oh no! No, like, they called me up and they're like. You know, you're the chili champion. Like, you go into the state chili cook-off. Oh, oh pressure. No. Wait, we're talking oh, to the dude. chili king? What did you do? <laughs> uh, I dropped He went back to Wendy's again. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to need to the entire storeroom. <laughs> go to Wendy's and be like, I need 80. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I dropped out. Oh, Yo, you uh, did? I dropped out. Oh. Oh. They called and they asked me to come back and compete again this year as a returning champ. Oh, yeah. Oh. Are you, you going? I don't want to do that. I feel... I feel like this is a moral boundary that anyone could cross. I mean, yeah. I yeah. say go for it. He's like, I also want the chicken nugget cook-off. Yeah. yeah. It's been a crazy week. The junior cheeseburger deluxe cook-off. <laughs> That's how you want to do it, though. You want to retire when you're on top. Yeah. Good for you, Chip. Way to go, Chili King. <laughs> go celebrate with a Frosty. <laughs> and text in to 78592 if you have a confession that you've been holding on to. We can oh, hide man. your identity, mask your voice, and make you the next mass speaker. Sponsored by Wendy's. Your phone tap's coming up. If anyone listening has gone through their first home purchase, mm. you know it can be a really stressful situation. Oh, man. Yeah, for apparently sure. you, you need a lot of money for that, so I gave mm. up. Dude, and <laughs> there's so much paperwork and oh, meetings, yeah. and maybe yeah. we'll get the house, maybe we won't get the house. Yeah. It's especially tough when the mortgage company's dragging their feet on it, oh, and it's no. coming down to the last day to get everything all wrapped up. Oh. Well, that's what happened to one guy. He oh, only no. had 24 hours left to close on his brand new house. Oh, no. Jeffrey. And thankfully, his best friend contacted us to oh. prank him. Because, oh. you know, who wouldn't want an extremely distracted Jose Bolaños in charge no. of your home loan? I can help, I think. You're yes. going to make him cry. That's your phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. And weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hey. Hey, is this Brett's? Uh, yeah, who's this? 
Hi, my name's Grayson. I'm calling from Mortgage. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, I was going over your file, Brett, and it looks like everything's in order on our end, so... Yeah. Good luck. I'm sorry, excuse me? Yeah, I was sorry. Like I was saying, it looks like... It looks like we got all your documents. I'm gonna pass this on to the processor. Excuse me, I'm sorry, what is that noise? What? Say that again? Something's going on in the background and you kind of sound out of breath. Oh, oh yeah, that, oh. <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's a little distracting. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working from home today. I'm trying to set a, a Guinness World Record for the most, uh, sorry, the most amount of time hitting a ping pong ball against the wall. <laughs> what? I know it's pretty ambitious, but you're in good hands. Don't worry. Wait a minute. I've been using my other hand to check all your documents. No, this is very important to me. This is going to be my first home purchase. I need you to double check everything. And we are so proud of you here at Rocky Thank you for choosing us. Uh, but no, I totally... I checked everything. I think I did. What? No. I think I got it all. This is ridiculous. This is my first home. And I need somebody yeah. that's going to give some attention to it, not somebody that's trying to break... A ping pong ball record. That is, well, that is idiotic. You're in luck, Brett, because you came to the best guy here. And if anything goes wrong, I can check it in 14 hours and 53 minutes what? once I'm done with this. 14 hours? No, I need, I close yeah. on this house tomorrow. I need to talk to somebody who can do this for me. Listen, you have to trust me. I can totally do my job. And also, in the meantime, I'm gonna crush a world record at the same time. If anything, you should be impressed. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. I'm not impressed. I'm, I'm getting pissed, to be totally honest. Well, are you saying that I'm not doing my job? Because I am. I'm here. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I need to speak with a supervisor or, or someone else or anyone else, really. <sighs> oh, uh, no. Oh, no. No. What's wrong? No. Oh, my God. What is going Why? on? Why? I lost it. I lost it because of you. Are you and kidding demands. me? And I couldn't keep focus. Why did you do that to me, Brett? I didn't do anything. You called me halfway through trying to set some dumb world record when you should have been working on my mortgage. Well, you don't think I feel bad enough? I just wasted the last nine minutes of my life. You're only nine minutes into the record? Yeah, I think maybe eight. Why would you call me nine minutes in? Well, I got bored. What else am I going to do during a... 15-hour world record. You could be working on my house. Okay, starting over. What? No! No, don't start over! Well, I have to keep going. How else... No! How else can I tell you this is a prank phone call? Brent? You idiot? What? Oh, I lost it again! What you, Stop messing What are you talking me. about? What prank phone call? <laughs> this prank phone call, the one you're currently in, because this is actually Jose... From the radio show, Rick and Jeffrey in the morning, we're doing a phone tap on you. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus. Your buddy Darren set you up, man. He said you were super oh stressed. You're waiting on your first ever mortgage to be accepted, yeah. so he knew you were like primed and ready for a phone tap. Yeah, and it's stressful enough without talking to some idiot playing ping pong. Dude, it's totally a sound effect. Look, I can. There it is. I was getting so angry. <laughs> what? Dude, you don't trust me? I can't do a mortgage with one hand and crush some Guinness <laughs> records with another? You have no faith, my friend. Apparently not. <laughs>
Well, come join Ping Pong Mortgage. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm back up again. Can I call you back in 15 hours, Brad? <laughs> sure. I'm, I'll just put you on hold. Just stay on the line, okay? Oh, I think he hung up. Oh, oh, I missed the ball again. What the heck? <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone taps. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for your brand new Awkward Tuesday phone call. And I think we're all guilty of telling a few white lies in a relationship. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes you have to to keep, keep things at peace. Exactly. Whether it's to impress your partner or just to avoid conflict. Yeah. It's like, no, of course I remembered our anniversary, sweetheart. Yeah. These TV dinners were just a joke. Yeah. But what happens when a small lie continues? And it just keeps growing and growing until you've accidentally created a giant problem in your relationship. We call that a snowball. Yes. Oh, the tangled webs we weave. Yeah, Brooke. Well, apparently, <laughs> that's when you email our show for help. Oh, it's that oh, way. Because one of our listeners has kept a lie going with his girlfriend for over a year. Oh, God. And now it's gotten so out of hand, he finally wants to confess the truth. Uh-oh. He's, he's worried it could end his relationship. I don't want to get involved. I'm stressed out already. I gotta admit, it's a pretty giant hole that he's dug for himself. Oh, goodness. You'll find out what happened in your brand new Awkward Tuesday phone call right after this. It's Awkward. It's Tuesday. It's Awkward Tuesday phone call. How do you tell your significant other that you haven't been completely honest with them? Ooh. You do? You don't, dude. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> no. you Brooke, how do you how do you do it? I'm always completely honest. That's how I knew that that I honestly. That's how I knew he was the one. Is that he was the first person I did not tell one lie to. I feel like you're not being honest with us. I swear. I swear. What's the best way to do that? Do you do it in like an email? What? No. You write it on the whiteboard on the kitchen fridge. I, I would, how to be I would say you yeah. sit down and have a face-to-face conversation. Ooh, oh, that's too oh, that sounds oh, icky. Oh, oh, All right, But apparently, so. that's what one of our listeners, Leo, needs help with doing today. He says he needs help telling the truth. Oh, Leo. And he wants to do it in an awkward Tuesday phone call. Ooh. Hey, Leo, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Man, you know, we've done a lot of these where we help someone figure out if their significant other is lying to them, mm-hmm. but we don't have the actual liar on the phone first. Very often. Yeah. What are you lying about? All right. So let me back up and tell you the story. Okay. So Bridget, my fiance, you know, I, I got engaged to her like a month ago. Congrats. That's Congrats. awesome. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. We've been together for over a year and it's honestly been like the best year of my life. It's oh, been man. incredible. You guys, that's Aww. quick though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I met her at a department store. Okay. Did you say department oh. store? Yeah. Okay. We're starting all the way at the beginning. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whole thing. Okay. A year ago. Yeah. This is gonna take a while. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Buckle up, everybody. Buckle up. Yeah. So I saw her at the jewelry section, and I was instantly just attracted, and I actually bought a watch from her. Oh, she was working there. She was working there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, from right off there, you know, we started dating, and it was, it's been great. 
Okay, so we're gonna go through the first date now. Read all the text messages that you've sent her in the last <laughs> year. I mean, you don't have to back up that you love her. You asked her to marry you. Yeah. Okay, but here's the deal. I haven't been totally honest about my financial situation with her. Oh, oh. that's a big deal, man. Okay. Tell me, you secretly yeah. really have a lot of money. What's <laughs> yeah, the I'm lying to her. I'm a billionaire. <laughs> I don't know how to tell her, honey. Yeah. I got trillions in the bank. What is your financial? situation um let's just say i have a lot of credit card debt oh no no yeah i mean but these are really important really important questions i've heard that you need to talk about maybe a good question is what does your fiance think about your finance like what does she think is going on yeah she thinks I come from a family of mattress store tycoons. Oh, no. Wait, what? They're like, I'm really well off. It is a lucrative industry. <laughs> I have not heard that one. Did you make that up? I did. Yeah. Oh. So you you saw like a TV commercial and you were like, the mattress king and queen? Yeah, those are my parents. Or you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. We were at her place and I saw a commercial and the idea just clicked and I went with it. And I mean, I feel horrible because that's obviously not true. Okay, oh, wait. Has she, no. I mean, you guys are engaged. You got engaged last month. Has she not met your family? So, I mean, my, my dad has passed away a long time ago, and my, my mom lives out of the country now. And so, yeah, I mean, she hasn't met them yet. Okay. Okay. So this is weird to me. So we're, obviously you got to tell her, but why now? Why can't you tell her to her face? <sighs> because I'm scared. I mean, I'm really scared that she's going to end the engagement, but I, I also feel a need to tell her. Big deal. Yeah, because yeah. you're driving a Honda Civic instead of a Lamborghini. <laughs> I, mean. I mean, were there any moments during your relationship when you felt like it was a good time to do this? Did you have any openings? Yeah. When I bought her an expensive engagement ring and like used a new credit card for that, oh. I oh. felt like a complete idiot. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, and it must be an expensive mm. ring the if whole... you say you're rich. I'm gonna guess right. it started with the watch a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing yeah. is a lie. I that's really hard, man. I mean, do you I think that she really values money, and that's why you felt pressure to do that? I mean, I, I know it matters to her. She's right. not like materialistic, you know, but mm. I know that it matters to her that we start off our marriage like on a good financial setting. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. like being stable is awesome. Having but a credit card debt, not awesome. No. Being rich, more awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that was an option right now. I mean, that is so crazy that you haven't told her. But it uh, makes sense that you have to tell her because she's about to inherit all this debt. She's probably planning a big old wedding. Yeah. 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 So and she really yeah. needs to get in the right mindset before you get married. I mean, can we ask you exactly how much debt you're in? Uh, it's over 50 grand. Oh! oh and you took out another credit card for the ring? She's going to be even more bad about that. No. Why don't you just keep no. taking credit cards out? Take one out to oh. pay off the 50 grand, another one pay uh, off that credit card. Yeah. It'll be fine, bro. You must feel terrible, too. Living oh, in this, okay. I mean, Brooke, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just Brooke. saying, living in this lie, like, it's got to be exhausting. Brooke's like, being poor must be awful. Yeah. <laughs> Being poor and a liar? Oh Ooh. my god. That is not what I mean. <laughs> I've never lied to my <laughs> <You jerk. laughs> And her rich. <laughs> I mean, 
you're also not giving her much credit. Like, you feel like you have to lie to her and tell her you're rich in order for her to love you is what that's, it sounds like. That's true. Good point. I actually. mean, some women are like that. Yeah, you're really right, making, this, not, you're really making this a soft blow, aren't you, Brooke? Jeez. It's going to be hard. Hey, I mean, guys, I, yeah, I, I called you for help. I mean, you're not really pulling any punches. This is already a pretty crappy situation. You're not really making it any Look, better. I, well, hey. I'm trying to tell you that I'm sure she loves you for more than your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. what you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> Not what I heard at all. But that's okay, okay? We're on your side, Leo, yeah, all right? We're, we're going to play help. a song. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll give you a little bit of advice, and then we'll let you make your awkward Tuesday phone call, okay? This has been going on for over a year, and I really need it. Yeah. All right, that's man. crazy. We'll be right back, okay? All right. All right, hold on. It's awkward. It's Tuesday. It's awkward Tuesday phone call. If you're just tuning in for the Awkward Tuesday phone call, one of our listeners, Leo, needs help telling his new fiance that their entire year-long relationship has been based on a lie. Oh, man. Not all of it. No. Just, just the, who he is. Right. I mean, that's all. Just half of it. It's good. That's a good point. Let me rephrase. Financially, <laughs> no. he hasn't been completely honest with her. Because yeah. he told her that his family is very wealthy coming from a mattress store empire. <laughs> but I guess that's not true. In fact, he's pretty deep in debt. Yeah. And I think it's important. We need to discuss his motivation for doing this first because he did it to try and impress her. But now he's looking for advice on how to finally tell his fiance the truth that he is not rich. He has an exorbitant amount of money that he owes to the credit card companies. How does he do that? You guys have any ideas? Well, I just want to say, no matter what you do, you have to set your expectations low, dude. I mean, you've been lying for a year. So if you guys are even just still together by the end of this phone call, I would take that as a victory. I'm serious. I'm serious. (laughs) Okay, now I'm terrified. No, okay. okay. (laughs) I think you need to look at it as a positive. These are the big moments in a relationship that help you build. It helps create a foundation. You you have to work through these big things, even if they are your fault, in (laughs) order to create a relationship that's going to go the long haul, right? Yeah. So I think what you need to concentrate on is actually what Jeffrey said. The why. Why did you do it? You did it to impress her because you didn't feel like you were good enough on your own. Maybe exaggerate how much that ring costs in the debt. You know? (laughs) Just add on a few zeros. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna blame it on her. (laughs) Yeah. Like actually it's because of the pressure you put me on. Yeah, just add a few zero to the ring. You need to fall on your sword. You need to take all the blame. You are a liar and you will never lie again. That's where you're at. Call it out, bro. All right, does that motivate you before your call, Leo? I mean, I'm honestly terrified, but I have to just rip this bandaid off. Yeah, you do, man. It's either now or after you get married. Now is going to be way better, dude. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I see this going okay for you. If your relationship really is as strong as you say it is, this is just going to be one speed bump along the way. Okay, a I big, trust you. It's more of a crash <laughs> over a cliff, but yeah. I think that you can survive I'm trying it. to I think get him. Guys, it. we're trying to like pump him up to make this okay. call. Yeah, I yeah. told you. Building block. It's a building block. Let's just do the phone call, Leo. We're out of advice. You ready to do this? Yeah, yep, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Oh, man. Good luck, man. I'm dialing the number right now. Hello? Hey, honey, it's Leo. Oh, hey, I didn't have this number in my phone. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's work? 
oh, you know, a couple clients are being a pain, but like, that's super normal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm calling because I just, I have something like really important that I have to tell you. Uh, are you okay? Is everything all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine. Everything's totally fine. Um, okay. This past year has been amazing. I think for, I mean, I can just speak for myself. It's been amazing for me. And I oh. assume it's been amazing for you too. Um, you sound so nervous. Are you all right? I mean, I know you said everything's yeah. okay, but like something's going on. You can tell me. Yeah, I just don't want it to affect our relationship. And I'm worried that once I tell you that that's what's going to happen. Now you're starting to scare me. Should I step away from my desk at work? This sounds like a lot. Um, actually, yeah, that might be good to step away from your desk. But all but, right, uh, no, I'm I'm walking into the other room. Um, look, you know, I'm, I'm really running. scared right now. So am I. I'm really scared right now, actually. But I'm I'm still okay. Look, I just got off the phone with my mom. Okay, and you're not gonna believe it. I I've been beside myself. I was crying and. Is, is is everything okay? Is your mother all right? Yes, she's fine, but look, she told me she's been lying to me for 30 years. And Oh my god, about what? Mattress, yeah, so this mattress stores, it's like a Ponzi scheme and it's <laughs> like she might be arrested and the money what? like the money that we thought that she had is totally gone. The money is gone? Yeah. I don't understand. So even though she owned stores for like your whole life, now you're saying the the money is gone because of a Ponzi scheme. That's not that's not what a Ponzi scheme is. Did she explain this to you? I don't I don't get it. <laughs> Look, the bottom line is that like the stores are closed and she has no money and so the money that we were going to spend on the wedding from them, you know, a lot of the money that I thought I had, I actually don't have. Wait, what? Okay. What is going on? Again. Yeah. We gotta stop this. I can't play that button enough times. What, what are you doing? Hello? Hi, Bridget. Hi. You're on with Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning right now. Oof. Oh, my God. Um, Sorry. Okay. We're all involved in the Ponzi scheme. We're all going yeah. down. Uh, and everything. I don't know what was happening with that part of the conversation, <laughs> but I need to tell you, we're doing something called an awkward Tuesday phone call with you. Mm-hmm. Well, this is awkward. All right. Oh, it's about to get more awkward. <laughs> yeah. Your fiance, Leo, needed our help telling you something. Leo! What? What do you mean? What? What? What are you doing, dude? Baby, what's going on? Why? Okay. Why did you need all these people to tell me something? I, I'm really upset right now. I'm freaking Richard, out. Yeah. You're upset. I mean, think about me. My whole life, I've been lied to that my family's wealthy, and oh, they're not. Imagine lying this like that. Shut up, <laughs> Leo. Why are these people saying you're lying? What's going on? Yeah, Leo. I, I don't know these people, Bridget. I don't know how they got on the phone. Dude, I know that's a lie because I didn't set this up. You're going to tell me what's going on right now. Yeah. Leo, Leo, be honest, else we're about to be honest for you. Yeah, dude. Tell her what you told us just a few minutes ago. Okay, I'm a little in debt. I'm a little in debt. Oh, oh my God. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that. <laughs> and Leo, it has nothing to do with your mother. It has nothing to do with you my mom. That's, that's you mentioned debt. How much debt do you have? I'm a little in debt. How much is a little? Like five grand. Good. No. 
a couple zeros, Leo. <laughs> just let him deliver at his own pace. Okay. He did not do a good job when I let <laughs> that happen earlier. Okay? It's not so your relationship. It. It's his okay, relationship. I have to like go back and add it all up again, but it's in the tens of thousands. Yeah. Okay. In the tens of thousands of dollars, Bridget, you've been telling me how how your family's business does so well, and you have a stake in it. You you've been saying that's why vacation wasn't a big deal. What I happened? Know, I, I just did it because I wanted to impress you, and 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 I felt like you were out of my league. And someone in my league is someone who's truthful with me. So right. the thing you said when we first got on the phone, none of that's true. You've never had money. You've always been in debt. I love you so much, and I and that's the basis of all of this what he's trying oh to say God. is that he loves you so much and wants to impress you so much that he got in over his head yeah right but, but this exactly. isn't just about him anymore we were supposed mm-hmm. to get married uh-huh. like that would be my debt soon as we got married and he's been hiding that for me for a year well love makes you do some crazy <laughs> things sometimes like yeah. sending you into thousand dollars of debt okay <laughs> nightmare i mean oh here's the God. thing bridget you have every right to be super angry right now mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is, is there more to what you're going to say, Brooke? Or you're just, yeah. you just wanted to be mad? Get him, girl. No. <laughs> yeah. no. no. I'm, listen, listen, listen. I was expecting something more. This isn't about Bridget. It's about him and his his own self-worth. Like, he doesn't feel like he can provide enough happiness and joy or whatever it is, fulfillment for you, without money for some reason. I don't know where he got that idea. I This enormous ring, I did not ask for one. I just wanted a symbol of our love so he he's made up this own narrative on his side now he's trying mm-hmm. to blame it on me that he's in debt that's insane yeah exactly. no no i'm not trying to blame it on you it's not it's totally my fault okay i can't deal with any more of this i i'm gonna go back to work okay Look, deep, deep breath yeah. bridget deep breath this was a very difficult conversation hopefully it's just the first mm-hmm. step that you guys have to take to sort of heal this relationship yeah. because it sounds like you do honestly care about each other when you get all the lies out of the way. <laughs> I didn't bring any lies in the way. I don't know what I'm going to do from here. Oh, hey, yeah. that's easy. Then we just have one person. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, Bridget, this is big. I'm sorry, honey. But Bridget, Thanks. this past year hasn't been a lie and the experiences we've had haven't been a lie. Okay. I don't. And I have been thinking about starting my own mattress store company. Oh, <laughs> Really? So you're going to be Mattress King someday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they say? I'm going to manifest it. There you go. There you go, Bridget. Yeah, I think a deeper conversation is uh, definitely next up. I'm not feeling Um, very hopeful. Yeah. (laughs) Did we make this worse? Uh, No, we didn't. Leo did. It was definitely Leo. All right. Leo, you you call us back when you open that mattress store, okay? Yeah, I want a Tempur-Pedic. I will. All right. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Oh, you ever have one of those days? Mm. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, sure do. Well, it happened to me this morning. Okay, what happened? It all started when I was eating breakfast in bed and spilled my organic farm-to-table syrup on my hand-woven Nigerian silk bed sheets. Oh, Oh, no! Not the Nigerian! Now, to clarify, it was just a single drop. Oh, and okay. I technically didn't do it. My maid Lucy was hand feeding me. Oh. Lucy, is that how you started 
Her 70 year old hands weren't holding the oh, spoon well, steady enough for me. Oh, Come on, lovely. Lucy. One drop. Eat your banana in the morning. But I still witnessed it. Wow. And when I saw it, day ruined. Wow, that oh, did it no. for you. It must be hard for you still. Now I'm here just stewing about woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. So just know that I'm at my breaking point. Oh. And oh, that's why right. I desperately need some cares in the house. Oh. When we do a brand new care or don't care. I'm going to break. I you don't we, care. I think we may push you over the edge. Please don't. Yeah. We're going to do it coming up at 810. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and this segment is going to be featured in the new Frozen 3 movie. Oh, ooh. Where Anna falls below the ice and Elsa's faced with a decision. What? Do I care or don't I care? Oh, God. Will she save her or finish her homemade otter pop first? Uh, I'd love to see her do like a five-minute song about not caring (laughs) and just walk away. I hope she opens a uh, shaved ice business. Big decisions for Elsa coming up, just like us in studio today when we do care don't care because yeah. i'm gonna read a buzzworthy headline to my co-host and see if they want to hear about it or not let's get right into your first one the crazy new feature on alexa that's gonna freak you and the whole family out oh. care don't care dude i care uh, my people have them i care yeah all right have you ever wanted the driving directions to a local gentleman's club dictated to you by say your deceased grandma uh, well no, thanks to new technology it could be possible Wait, what? Huh? Grandma's going to get you to Bubbles? What's the <laughs> gentleman's club called? Jiggles. Jiggles, that's the one. Well, Amazon's <laughs> developing a new feature for their Alexas that would allow you to speak to the dead. Okay. What? And they said they haven't been storing all of our voices. Now I'm starting to think otherwise. (laughs) It's not like that. Apparently, Alexa just has to listen to an audio clip of the dead person talking for one minute. Okay, so you, like, would play an old video that you had. Yeah, or an old voicemail. Okay. Where your grandma's like, why don't you ever call me? And then it can (laughs) recreate their voice just from that recording. But it's going to be disappointing because they're recreating the voice, but not the personality. Yeah. yeah. It's still going to be Brooke. Alexa where your grandma doesn't understand anything that yeah. you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Amazon's <laughs> touting it as a way to make memories last. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say make money. Well, yeah. sure, that too. <laughs> that too yeah. That's one of the less morbid characterizations of the feature. They also suggest a child could ask Alexa to have grandma finish reading them The Wizard of Oz. And Alexa would just instantly adjust its voice to imitate grandma's. But now kids are going to grow up thinking Alexa is their grandma. (laughs) It's going to be weird. Your kids have it. Will you do it, bro? I I think that our kids can understand the difference between grandma and Alexa. (laughs) It's the same voice. They're pretty capable. I'd probably be surprised, bro. (laughs) Amazon has yet to announce when the feature will debut or if it will be available to the public at all. But I guess we'll have to see. Let's go to your next headline. An actual happy story about a man in Burger King? Care or don't care? (laughs) I care. I'm a happy story about Burger King. There's a Burger King employee, 54-year-old Kevin Ford, who works at the Las Vegas airport. Okay. Meaning Jose probably knows him very well. I was going to say, I must have seen this guy. (laughs) Anyway, he's been working at the same location for a long, long time. And he just celebrated 27 years on the job without missing a single day of work. Wow. Bro, what the heck? 
And how is that a celebration? Like, yeah. I am sad for him. Take a vacation, buddy. Call in sick. Brooke, don't be so negative about this. This is a happy story. This man actually loves his job. What's wrong with that? In 27 years, he's never been sick. How did his employer choose to mark his big anniversary? Yeah. Well, before COVID, employees would always receive checks. Oh, cool. But yeah. Now it's a little bit different because Kevin got a gift bag that included a lanyard, Stop it. some pens, no. and wait for it, two rolls of lifesavers. See? That's no, what I'm saying. That's oh, awful. Who's on board now? Two rolls. I said two, not that's one. <laughs> I would be, that is that is a slap in the face. It would have been yeah. better not to give him anything. I agree. Well, Kevin does say he felt let down by yeah, a mediocre good, goodie bag. Kevin. But he doesn't want anybody to think that he's ungrateful. No. He just found the reward a little lackluster. Kevin, use all your sick days now. Yeah, <laughs> take the next like three years off. Well, yeah. because of this whole situation, his daughter went and started a GoFundMe so that Kevin could go visit his grandkids in Texas. Oh, he can't even afford to oh, visit no. his grandkids? Brooke, fly this guy to Texas. Oh my God, this poor man. So they, He's literally poor. They set the goal at $3,000. Currently, they've raised over fifty grand. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, Kevin. Yes, when Kevin saw that, he was extremely emotional and said, I don't need money. I'm happy with my lanyard. Oh, no. Oh, Kevin. I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. Oh, my God. I want to shake Kevin. He's like, give me the money. <laughs> He's going to use it to take a well-deserved day off of work. Yes. One day. And he says, possibly get a new car. Oh, okay. To get to work. Yeah. Let's see if you guys care about this one. It's getting hot in here, but please don't take off all your clothes. What? I need you what? all to care. Tell me, care or don't care. Uh, I'm confused. Uh, I care out of confusion. I want to be naked, but I care. I like the song. I care. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, remember a little while back, we talked about how the game pickleball was becoming one of the biggest recreational sports in our country. Yeah. yeah. Growing at a double-digit percentage every single year. It's wild, man. And more yeah. than any other group, it's most popular with the seniors, of course. Yeah. Oh, is that why you didn't want them to take their clothes off? Exactly. So <laughs> that's why this new trend is so disturbing, because a website called The Pickler just did a story on how nude pickleball is taking off. Nude? Nude. Oh, Nike pickleball. Wow. A lot it just of... seems like things are so floppy at that age. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't seem comfortable. Agreed. A lot of clothing optional resorts have been adding courts and holding tournaments. Like one in Kissimmee, Florida called Cypress Cove, which has more than 170 paying members who are out there in the buff uh-huh. seven days a week just wow. slapping those balls around. Yeah. And that's not all. They offer plenty of other activities like nude cornhole. Oh. Why do we got to call it that? It's not I even mean, a joke. Can't why we is come it, up with another name <laughs> Why is for it pickleball and cornhole? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, just like anything else. By the way, please do not Google nude cornhole because yeah. your search results <laughs> may vary. But nude pickleball is now the most popular senior sport by far. Yeah. Whoa. Fans say it's comfortable when you play it naked. Yeah, they should call it Show Me Your Pickleball. There it is. Ah. Pickle and yeah. ball. That's fun. Yeah. Just make sure you reapply that sunblock before you get out there. And play. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Finally, Jeff's joke of the day. Care or don't care? Care. What do you call the dad who falls through the ice? What? Popsicle. Uh. <laughs> that was Care or Don't Care. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Win! On the phone right now is a lovely lady who 
lost a year and a half ago in Winbrook's Bucks. But more importantly, she says her favorite person in this room is, quote, as funny as I'll get out. Not sure what that means, but it's our own Jose Bolaños. Jose, meet your biggest fan, Rachel from Woodenville. Rachel, hi. Hey, what's up? (laughs) How are you? I'm good. Are you single? What? No, I'm married. Oh, dang it. Always the good ones, huh, Uh, Jose? Hold on, Brooke. Are you happily married? Yeah, Yeah, does it seem like it's going to (laughs) last? Very happily married, 13 years. Oh, well, congrats to you and your husband. I'd love to go on a three-way date. No, I don't think they want that. I'd love to meet him. Yeah. Obviously, he's a great guy. If you like me and you love him, us together, oh, Okay. Be the day of your I, life. I don't know if anybody would be able to handle that one, but you know, yeah. <laughs> she really does know us. Yeah. yeah, she's funnier than you are. Yeah, I agree with that yeah. too. Actually. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, Rachel, you can't play Jose. You have to play Brooke. So we're going to send her out of the studio. And while that happens, you know the game's played. You got thirty seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know, and you could say pass, but you have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm rooting for you, Rachel. You're my favorite too. I think she's regretting saying that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make sure she does by the end of this. But here we go. Your time starts now. Today is Paul Bunyan Day. What was the name of his big blue ox? Uh, pass. Ceremon can be found in your head and is more commonly known as what? Serotonin. The artist Chopin was known for composing music for what instrument? Piano. Numerophobia is the fear of what? Uh, numbers. When natural materials are worn away over time by water, it's scientifically known as what term? Oh, pass. The Pez dispenser was patented in which decade? Uh, 80s. All right, we got those answers in. And Do you have any summer plans coming up here, Rachel? Just camping and road tripping. Everyone's camping. Where it's, to? It's cheap. Uh, it's cheap. Up on Snoqualmie. It's oh, really yeah, pretty it's up beautiful there. Oh, wow. We tried to go a couple different times just to go swimming there, and it literally is so busy that it was closed. Oh, wow. Like, too many people. We scheduled six months in advance to reserve our camping sites because if you don't, you don't get any. Yeah, that's what Brooks it's been telling wild, me. It's wild, man. Wow. I just go up to the nice, fancy restaurant, Snoqualmie Falls. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> prime rib with a view. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, you so guys can stop off for dinner with Jose before oh, you go yeah. there. <laughs> I'll yell down. I'll throw like a baked potato down at you. <laughs> All right, Brooke, your turn. You ready? Yeah. Time starts now. Today is Paul Bunyan Day. Mm. What was the name of his big blue ox? Babe. Saruman can be found in your head and is more commonly known as what? Uh... Like a protein. I don't know. The artist Chopin was known for composing music for what instrument? Uh, Piano. Numerophobia is the fear of what? Numbers. When natural materials are worn away over time by water, (laughs) it's scientifically known as what term? Uh, Distressed. Denim. I don't know. What do you mean? Material? You'll find out. I was thinking about jeans. I I think you were laughing at yourself from before, but let's go to the scoreboard and see how you both did with Jose. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Oh. Bolaños. Is that the campy plan? Fat and sassy summer. That's what I'm doing. Rachel, you got two correct today. Okay. Good job. Here we go. Good job. And Brooke. Yeah. You got... Three. Oh, I'm sorry, Rachel. Oh. Let's go over the answers here real quick. 
Today is Paul Bunyan Day. The name of his big blue ox was Babe. Cerumen can be found in your head. That's more commonly known as earwax. Ew. Yeah, Ew. gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow earwax sounds better than yeah, cerumen. Yeah, than cerumen. No, I like cerumen better. I don't know. I hate earwaxing. <laughs> it's so gross. The artist Chopin was known for composing piano music. Yeah. Numerophobia is the fear of numbers. Uh, <laughs> that was funny, Rick. <laughs> when natural materials are worn away oh, over time by water, that's known as yeah. erosion. I see. Yeah. And the Pez dis- the stressed jeans for yeah. some reason. <laughs> the Pez dispenser got patented in the 1950s. So, Rachel, can't give you any cash here, but just for playing, you do win a four-pack of tickets to the Burke Museum. Their Life in One Cubic Foot exhibit reveals the diversity of nature and inspires visitors to become community scientists going on from now until July 17th. You want to be a scientist, Rachel? Uh, My son does, so he'll absolutely love this. Oh, take him! That'll be great to go before your camping trip, too. Yeah! Apply what he learns out in the world. Cool. Great. Learning. Learning. Yay! (laughs) Best thing ever! (laughs) Thank you so much for playing. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks. Same time. Tell her when, Jose. Thank you. Tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.